One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Tangos! Tangos! There you go. The old blowing trick works every time. Uh-huh. Grandpa was online, just not in the podcast. He was standing at his computer before I came in here. Oh, from now on, if we get him any gifts, items, whatever that's like food related, they need to be to Burger King. And uh, I will explain. Ah, fuck it, he's not on. I explain now. I guess he used to work at Walmart. And because there was a Burger King right next to it, you know, it was just easier. So he ate Burger King. But then everyone would buy him Burger King gift cards all the time. So he just had to keep fucking eating Burger King because everyone just kept giving it to him. So now we're going to do that. That would suck. Burger King is probably like my least favorite. It's probably my least favorite, too. Actually, you know what? No, I'll, I'll eat Burger King before I eat Carl's Jr. Is that, it's the same thing as Hardee's, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's where only old people eat that place, man. It's too expensive. It really is expensive, isn't it? Like a basic cheeseburger meal is like like twelve dollars. It's like what the hell? I'm having an argument with about uh, Arby's because he says Arby's is the worst. And I say the beef and cheddar and the curly fries. I'm set. They have a really good Reuben. Yeah, I used to work there. You would be the most hated person in the world if you ordered a Reuben. It stunk up the whole kitchen. Good, 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 good. They are good though. What's your favorite fast food place though? Checkers by far. Oh, you know what I miss? Fuddruckers. I got a Fuddruckers not too far from me. I don't think I've ever been. Oh my god, it's so good. I miss Steak and Shake so much. Yeah. Oh, Steak and Shake's amazing. They don't have those on the West Coast? No. Really? The closest thing we have to that is In-N-Out. That's the closest? And it's not anywhere near it. Yeah. That's, what I was saying. That's nothing like Steak and Shake. No. no. It's the closest that we have, though. You don't have like any kind of diner restaurant like that? Mmm. No, that one in uh, San Diego that we went to at the mall. That was kind of like that. What was that? That shut down. The one that was uh, at the Mission Valley Mall? Yeah, the one by AMC. Yeah. Yeah, it got closed down because of COVID. Yep. It's just completely vacant now. Grandpa, you dead? Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, so somehow Discord's decided that my headset is not what it wants to do, and it's refusing to go through my headset. It's only coming through my speakers. So I'm going to be troubleshooting that because fuck Discord. Okie dokie. I don't like when things don't do what they're supposed to do. Get it, I guess. A lot of people with domestic abuse charges say that. <laughs> I don't care. Like, <laughs> do what you're supposed to do. It's very simple. What? I, what? <laughs> I'm going to be troubleshooting this? Stop burning the lasagna. Oh, I know what happened. At one time, Discord was like, hey, would you like to change your default? We noticed that you have all these different speakers. I'm like, no. And they just keep popping up. I'm like, don't show again. And now it's like, okay, fine. And now it's coming through my speakers and it refuses to come through my headset. That sounds like it's your fault that you were like, no. And finally, it was like, all right. And then you're like, wait, no, don't listen to me. (laughs) No, I just, I hate things popping up on my screen. If I want you on my screen, I will click on your program. Don't pop up on my screen. Don't ever do it. Y'all instantly uninstall you for that shit. Fair enough. And on that note, welcome to ID10 Tangos. Today's topic, <laughs> afterlife. And Toasty is not here with us today, so I guess I will read the definition. And the definition is, oh no, it went away. Is an existence after death, a later period in one's life, a period of continued or renewed use, existence, or popularity beyond what is normal, primary, or expected. Oh, that's in reference to a TV show. Yep, and this was Hazy's topic, so Hazy... Uh-oh. What do you think about the afterlife? I don't think there is one, for one. So, there's that. Good topic. Yeah, it sounds good. All right. Yeah, see you all uh, next week, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming on to 10 Tangos. No, like, you know, it, it makes a lot of people mad because everybody wants to believe in something, make themselves feel better about living. You know what I mean? But I just don't need that. I really don't think there's anything after. I think you just click off. It goes dark. That's it. Do you remember anything before you were born? I doubt it, and that's probably how it's going to be. Well, I think if we remembered stuff before we were born, like, and we knew what was going on, we'd probably live life differently if there is something afterwards. I'm just more talking about, like, the consciousness part, not, like, memories or anything. What about you, Harley? I'm right there with Hazy. And I think, like, even though I'm pagan, I think that people use religion as a way to believe that there's something else out there going on that's in somewhat control gives them a purpose other than just being here a part of me like hopes that maybe there's like you know our consciousness goes somewhere after we die but i honestly don't think it does i think it's just lights out you're you're just done if i could say i believed in something i would love to believe in like reincarnation it would be good to know even if you came back as a fucking cow you know what i mean like at least you came back as something 
I don't know. Have you seen the way we treat some cows? I don't know if I would want to come back as a cow. Hey, the cows over here in Georgia are treated pretty well. Sure. The chickens, on the other hand, not so much. Yeah. As a worker at KFC, they uh, we got to go on a field trip to the, I'm not going to say the name of the company, but it rhymes with bison chickens. And uh, we got to see how they kill them. And I was like, oh. Why would they do that to a kid? That's, that's not good. I, I worked at KFC. It wasn't a oh, school this, field trip. Okay. I got it you. It was like, I you guys want to see where all the chicken comes from? We were like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. They're not too, uh, I can't say properly ran because it's efficient. Yeah. I mean, that's depends on what your definition is. But, you know, talking about like afterlife and stuff like that, it's, it reminds me of uh, what my grandpa said right before he kicked the bucket. And that was, hey, watch how far I can kick this bucket. <laughs> I've been sitting on that joke for so long. When you go to edit this, <laughs> I, I'm going to need you to put a sound effect of crickets after that joke. <laughs> no, I'm going to, I have samples of all your laughs. I'm going to make you laugh hysterically at that fucking joke. Oh, God. It was awful. Thank you. You're welcome. Afterlife, I think. I mean, I'm cathodic, so <laughs> I do. I do believe in it, or I, like, I'm supposed to, but honestly, I don't know. I hope. If not for me, then for like uh, family members and friends and pets and all sorts of shit, uh, that there is an afterlife. Not so much that uh, I get to see them, but more so that they're taken care of, I guess. That they're like not all the way gone? Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible if they were all the way gone. But I have family members and friends that I think deserve better. That makes sense. They deserve more than for sure what what we had in this life. Grandpa, what do you think about that life? Heaven or hell, baby. That's it. Flip of the coin. One or the other. No, based off your beliefs. Well, I mean, you got purgatory too. That's Catholic. I'm not Catholic. Purgatory's a thing. It's a great movie. Oh, you even said you're not sure if it's a thing. So there's heaven or hell. Where do you think you're going? Uh, heaven. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not laughing at Grandpa. I'm laughing at Harley's response. Heaven sounds pretty boring if it is real, to be honest with you. I mean, that depends on your definition of heaven. I'd rather go to hell, and at least it's interesting. Keeps you on your toes. Playing bingo for all eternity with people that can't cuss or, you know, anything like that it sounds cool. You know, eh. What other uh, afterlife fucking things do you guys think are like interesting that people talk about? So I, I practice Norse paganism, and one of the things that has been kind of a debate uh, within the community is uh, Valhall, because that's supposed to be, you know, you die in battle, and uh, the Valkyries take you to Valhall, where, you know, you fight and you party with Odin and, you know, stuff like that, but that's not really a thing nowadays, like, battles like that. So for me personally, well, I, don't, I don't know. You came close, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, there's, there's a lot of people that come very close. Um, but I also think that because times are different and battles are different and fighting is different that um, people that fight hard battles within their life without it being like, like an actual battlefield would go to fall like, um, people that struggled against abuse and fought to survive that abuse would go to Valhall. I think people that uh, battle with mental illness would go to Valhall because it's, it's just, to me, it's an internalized battle that you're constantly having to fight. Um, but there are some people that believe with the uh, poetic Edda and the, uh, Prasarata that you, which is our, you know, the 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 text for Norse paganism, um, believe that no, you have to die fighting an actual battle for for you to go to Valhall. But I just don't think that in this day and age that that's that's a thing because Valhall would be empty um, or close to empty at that point. So I think that. You know, people, like I said, people that struggle with mental illness, fight mental illness, people that fight um, to survive in situations would be able to go to Valhall. But even with that, you know, with with my belief system, it's it's a nice story. 
it's a nice thought, but do I feel like that's actually a thing? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think, you know, like I said before, I think religion is just a way for people to cope with life. I mean, it's, it's how I cope with life. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I feel like it's a thing or not, but you know, if, if I did, and if it was, I, that's, that's how I feel like it would be nowadays. But it's just an interesting conversation to have with other Norse pagans who believe that you you actually have to die in a physical battle uh, for you to go to Valhall. I, I think that's interesting because I also, um, not so much in the afterlife, but it was a religious thing that they were like teaching in Catholic school about, um, you know, the Ten Commandments. And one of them was, uh, thou shalt not kill. Nope. Murder. Thou shalt not murder. Sorry. And the teacher was like, well, this, you know, applies to us today. And I was like, yep, I get that. He goes, but it doesn't necessarily mean, like, actually murder. It means, like, cutting somebody down, like, in today's standards. And I went, no, no. I would have smacked them. Pretty sure that meant murder because they were murdering the absolute shit out of people back in the day. Like, I, I get you're trying to make it relatable to sixth graders and shit like that, but... Maybe don't go to that one. Just be like, oh, self-explanatory and move on to the fucking next. Because when you're like, I don't know, I find out when you're, when, when you're bullshitting little things about it, it really throws off the rest of your argument for me. And I, uh, can't, I have a hard time paying attention and listening to what you have to say after that. Speaking about like Catholicism, something that I always found very interesting was, you know, I was, I was raised Catholic. And when I got pregnant with my, my kid, um, I was 19. And there was a lot of push from my family to marry said person. And I did not want to. And uh, my my grandmother uh, put me in touch with, uh, we'll, we'll call him like the family priest. Like he was the priest that my family went to in New Jersey for generations. And uh, he called me and to talk to me about it. Uh, his name was Father Dan. He was, uh, he was like Irish Catholic. Uh, like straight from Ireland. He was an immigrant. And he basically told me that, you know, back then that was, that was, that was the thing. Like you, if you got pregnant by somebody, you married them. Like you don't have quote unquote bastard children. And he was like, but nowadays it's so different. And I feel like, you know, he told me that he feels like in his practices and the things that he's seen and the things that he believes that Times are different now. It's not like it was back then. And he basically told me, you know, you do what you feel is best for you. And, you know, God is all loving. So, you know, it, it's not like you're going to go to hell if you don't marry him. You know, you do what's best for you. That's what God would want you to do. And so that's, you know, back then, that's what I did. You know, I didn't marry him. But it was just really interesting to have that conversation with a practicing Catholic priest who's been a priest for, you know, decades to hear him say that to me was really fucking interesting because it goes against a lot of, it goes against something that a lot of Catholics believe. Yeah. I 100% understand that because I, in said school, wasn't really good at uh, being a Catholic. And then I found out you can't be gay in the Catholic religion, and I went to one of the uh, brothers that was the, he's either the vice principal or the principal of my school, and I explained to him that my uncle, flamboyantly gay, like, like the moment you see him, you can feel the heat coming off him. And uh, I asked him about, you know, my uncle and him going to hell and stuff, because I was real worried about it. Or he said, uh, well, is he a good person? And I was like, well, he pisses my dad off but I think he's a good person. I don't think he's a bad person. And he was like, yeah, no one knows for sure who's going up or down. You try to be the best person you can be. Your opinions aren't going to match with everybody else's. But, you know, religion is your guide to the afterlife. And basically just trying to be a better person is the goal. That's how for a long time I viewed, like, the Bible. You know, now my beliefs are a little bit different because that's that's not necessarily a religion that I identify with or believe in. But for me, looking at the Bible now, I feel like it's a, a good book written by men and it sets a moral standard and it acts as like a moral compass 
for people. But, you know, I also feel like parts of the Bible are also meant to control man. You know, we've we've seen that with like the Crusades and shit like that and forced assimilation to Catholicism and Christianity. How else would the heathens learn? Obviously, we haven't. There's <laughs> just still a lot of us out here. I do find it funny, however, when something happens in the church, cat like mass graves are found. You look at me and you're like, like you look at me like I fucking did it. And I'm just like, no, I I look at you more like, how do you feel about this? Knowing that an organization that you affiliate yourself with would do such a thing. Yeah, but you literally one time said, how could you be a part of that? And I was like, well, I'm not well, doing yeah, that. Because, <laughs> because for me, it's like guilty by association. You know, how can you look at, you know, Catholics, you know, Catholicism uh, historically have, have done this. Like, this isn't just, you know, them fighting, finding indigenous graves, mass graves. You know, it's not the first time that we've found anything like that or we've seen anything like that, that people who are Catholic, you know, who are, you know, with the Catholic organizations throughout, you know, the span of time. How would you want to be like, how could you want to be affiliated with something like that? Like for me personally, you know, if I was still Catholic, I would start rethinking how I felt about it because that's they did it in the name of Catholicism and God. How, why would I want to be affiliated with people that believe that? And that's kind of what I was trying to ask you, mm. because I do get really uh, empathetic and sensitive to situations like that um, and like outraged yeah. by stuff like that. My questions may come off a little more assertive and aggressive, but it's that's that's feelings coming through. That's not me posing the question. That's just me having my feelings and then trying to ask that question and articulate my my question. I am well aware you are you with your feelings. Jokingly, I was going to say, oof, wait till you find out what the white people and the Spaniards did. <laughs> it's, it's not the same for me for that. It was something I grew up in. Going to church is a calming, a calming thing for me. and it, It's something I find peace in, not so much like with history and stuff like that. Because, yeah, I find at a very young age saw that like my heroes were flawed. And so I stopped trying to look for things that were absolutely perfect because you could tear down almost anyone to be an absolute evil person or evil group, especially group. The more people you have in it, the more likely it is um, going to be flawed and rotten of some sort in any kind of group. I mean, if it's... I feel like mass atrocities is a little bit more than heroes being flawed. No, I'm just saying in general. Well, I mean, that's a group. I'm saying like the Catholic church I went to wasn't doing that. That's what I'm saying. But if it's like, if like that's the main group's thing, like I'm not going to go out, hang out with neo-Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they're probably good people. Like there, there's a certain line. If like the church I was going to found like they found a grave behind them, I'd be like, you know what? That church's not for me. Kind of well, thing. In, that, in that instant, would, would every German not be able to be proud about being German because of the Nazis? Depends on who you ask. No, you could totally be proud to be German. I mean, it's... Because there was Germans dying as well from Nazis. Well, a lot of those people were just watching people die, too. That's true. What's that saying uh, about good men doing nothing? All evil needs to triumph is for good men to do nothing. There you go. And that is true throughout history. Majority of people think they're being the good people. And they're just like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm on the good side when they're, they're not. That could go a lot of different ways, though. You know, like like take... My and grandpa's beliefs with uh, abortion, you know, we couldn't be on opposite ends of that spectrum any further. And like for me, I think what he believes is evil, what he thinks I believe is evil. So it could go all different directions on who we think is bad, who we think is good. That abortion thing's a touchy subject. Me and my mom are the same way. Yeah, no, it, it is absolutely a very touchy subject. But I, I enjoy having conversations with with grandpa about it because while he and i are very passionate about our arguments with it we were still able to have that conversation and try to come to an understanding with each other as far as like why we believe what we believe 
Well, I understand. None of my arguments ever get heated. It's just the fact you'll hit that brick wall. That's always going to happen in that conversation. Yeah. That brick wall is always there. Yeah. No, like, like grandpa can't convince me. Otherwise I can't convince grandpa. Otherwise we're, we're going to have our beliefs, but it's still an interesting conversation to have, at least for me. I don't know how he feels, but at least for me, it's a good intellectual conversation to have. It's a very stimulating uh, conversation to have. And I, I feel lucky enough to, be friends with grandpa to where we can have those conversations without us going at each other's throats. Like, do we, do we kind of get a little aggressive with our aggressive with our questioning sometimes? Yes. But we're still able to have the conversation. And you I aggressive. <laughs> and I think that more people should be able to have those kinds of conversations because we'll never come to a mutual respect or understanding unless we do. Yeah. It's like a, always said too many people want to talk nobody wants to listen yeah that's the problem with most arguments yeah and i mean like i said he and i will never agree on the topic but it's just it's it's their conversations that i like to have with him because we can have those conversations without it getting to a point where like we're disgusted by each other i don't know how grandpa feels about that but that's how i feel he prays for you every night i know that ew Grandpa, how do you feel about conversations with Harley? Did you kill him? Not yet. Grandpa! Sorry, I dropped my glue. Oh, he's doing <laughs> Warhammer stuff. He's playing with his Yeah, toys. I have my dolls out here and I'm putting them together. <laughs> they look so nice. I'm putting them in nice little poses. They're called action figures, Mom. Gah! I mean, I don't mind. I have conversations with really anyone about virtually anything. I don't really care. But the how much I like or respect you just... That that'll determine how I approach the subject. Yeah, like I'm I'm the same way. Like if it's if it's somebody that I don't have any respect for, I don't know them, and if they approach the topic in a way that I don't like, that's going to determine how I have that conversation with them. I think it also depends on your mood too. Yeah, because you're very emotional. And we know my moods are unstable, so... They're a lot more stable than they used to be, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, absolutely. One thing I do find interesting, there's particular people in my life that I that I find interesting, I was talking about this the other day, and it's uh, it's Hazy, who was like one of the first ones, and it was uh, Grandpa, Gargoyle, and uh, one of the guys I work now, uh, Cobra. I find them very interesting because they all have very strong opinions about things, and I've always ha- found it... Um, very interesting to talk to them, like Hazy and I back in the day, talking all the time. Uh, Grandpa and I, Grandpa and I at our first command, Gargoyle at my last command with him. But all these people have pretty strong religious or anti-religious views. There's none of them are really like lukewarm about that subject, and I think that's really the only thing that I've found in common with all of them. Like Grandpa and Cobra are very Christian oriented. Hazy. Is very spiritual person, but doesn't like. I mean, what did you what did you classify yourself as, Hazy? Satanist. Satanist and gargoyle is very anti fucking everything. He's probably the most contrarian out of all of them. Not so much anymore, but he's very he's very outspoken and entertaining as fuck to listen to going about stuff. I always I always thought that was interesting. The more interesting I found the person, the more strongly opinionated they are, or maybe cool. you can have. All the spectrums, though. A lot of people would just close out that one side. You know what I mean? Yeah, but how would I ever fucking learn anything? That's the spirit. <laughs> who, wants, who wants to learn that you can know? Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that I find funny about uh, Satanists is the fact that people mistake Satanists with... Satan worshippers. Yeah, like uh, Luciferian, which is where you literally worship Satan. Satanists I'll tell anybody, is... anybody that worships the devil is a Christian, just on the other side. Yeah. It's it's funny how people get that mixed up. They don't they don't realize that there's there's a very big difference between the two, and it's a lot of from my understanding. Um, and Hazy, you can absolutely correct me if I'm wrong. From my understanding, you know, Satanists are just anti-religion. That's that's just what it is. That's it's why not really, it's not even really anti-religion. It's just like you were your own personal god. You have a bubble around you that nobody can impede in that bubble unless you allow them to. You can believe whatever the fuck you want to believe. You can believe you're Godzilla and the afterlife is fucking marshmallows and, you know, puppy dogs. It's, it's your bubble. Just do your thing. As long as you don't impede on somebody else's bubble, 
everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading that when uh, at my last command with one of the guys who was a Satanist there. And I was like, all these rules pretty much say, don't be a dickhead to other people. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's basically what it is. And I was like, it's interesting. Don't do harm to yourself. Don't do harm to others. Yeah. Unless you want to do harm to yourself. I mean, you, if you want to, it's your bubble. It's your universe. Do whatever you want. There was a, oh, what was it? Our oldest kid had a necklace that was Harley's. And it's a bunch of upside down crosses. And this, it, it made me giggle on people's like lack of information. Cause she thought it was very anti-religion. And like she, she walked up to me and I saw that and I was like, it's very religious of you. And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, Peter nailed to the cross upside down. Cause he didn't want to be like Jesus. I was like, it's, I was like, that's not anti-Christian. And then I have not seen her wear that since I said that to her. <laughs> she definitely still wears it. Uh, they definitely still wear it. Um, she the Seabreeze? Uh, yeah, World? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they I didn't know they were wearing it then. They still wear it, but they also wear, you know, uh, a shirt which they also wore when we went to SeaWorld the other day uh, with pentagrams on it. Yeah. You know, I think, I think for them, it's more of a, it's more of a statement. It's with not necessarily, yeah. It's it's not like the upside down cross is is. We don't look at that as like a religious, religious thing. We look at it as an anti-religious thing. Like it's it's the opposite type stuff, um, which you know it's good that you you taught them, you know what the actual symbol of the up, upside down cross stands for in, in your belief system. But they wear it more, and a lot of other people wear it more as like a a statement of anti religion or anti Christianity and Catholicism and Judaism. I'm aware. And then you have a lot of like Christian, Christian people that have never read their Bible, except outside the verses that their priests read to them on Sundays, try to yell at people with those because the people that are wearing them like that are getting the response they want from them. Mm-hmm. But neither one of them know. Both are lacking that extra information, which is why I find things interesting. And also why I don't like only talking to the same kind of person because you only see one side of things. And my opinion has changed a bunch about a bunch of things throughout the years, but that's only based on new information that I get because I think it's, if you want to be that way, get your information that you know, and that's it and stick that way for the rest of your life. Good, good for you. But, um, I, I prefer to learn and change my opinion as I go, but that's me. The one thing that I like about, um, coyote and I's, you know, marriage and our family with, with our kids and stuff like that is that, we have totally opposite belief systems and neither of us push our beliefs on the other, uh, as, especially when it comes to our kids. You know, we've explained to them that, you know, daddy's different in this way. Mommy's different in this way. And that it's OK for you to believe in whatever you want to believe in and that we would we would support you uh, in your beliefs. And, you know, you you walk around our house and you'll see my pagan shit everywhere and then you'll see crosses hanging up on the walls. So it's, it's. Well, to be fair, those crosses, all that stuff is uh, yours. Yeah. The crosses are mine. Um, they were the, I have a, it's, it's like your, I don't know how you would describe it. Like for me, it's like a standard Catholic cross that almost every Catholic grandparent had in their house. It's like those metal crosses. Um, you know, we have that hanging up by the front door. And for me, you know, my grandmother who passed away, uh, who I was extremely close to, you know, that was hers. And the one thing she would always do is she would always have it hanging up above the front door by the front door to bless people leaving and bless people, you know, coming and going. So, you know, for me, that's why I have it hanging up is it's more of a reminder of her than religious and then um i have another big uh i would would you call it flamboyant the the big cross the one that was made in mexico the green one the it's like that teal and gold one it's definitely a little showy but it's mexican yeah it's very mexican uh you know i had gotten that one uh before i had gotten the one from my grandmother and I bought that one because I like the look of it. I think it looks really cool. But, you know, it was, I have to hang a cross up by the door, even though I don't believe in that shit. Um, 
for my grandmother. And that was the one that I had up. And then, you know, I got the one that was hers when they, you know, were going through her stuff. And I just, I just kept both, you know, the, the big teal one, because again, I like the aesthetic of it. I like how it looks. Coyote has the kids, uh, say prayers whenever they eat, which I think is a good, uh, a good way of kind of sharing both our beliefs. You know, he has this kids say prayers. I don't, you know. I do think we should tell them a little bit more. I, I think the oldest one, I think because you have a good relationship with her and you're into paganism, I think is why she drifts to it a lot more because you have a good relationship and she sees you doing it and it's something you enjoy. I think, I think it's a mixture of that. And I think it's a mixture of because my beliefs um, also have a lot to do with nature animals and critters and you know plants and shit like that yeah she loves that's that's also why uh they gravitate more towards paganism because there is such a focus on that and those are things that she really really enjoys so i think it's a mixture of both those things it's just kind of and i've i've talked to her about it you know i told her you know if you want to learn any of the things that i believe in I'm more than happy to share those things with you. Um, if you feel more like you just want to believe that plants and bugs and animals and people all have energies and that the energies are exchanged and, you know, stuff like that, then, you know, that's that's cool. Believe what you want. I think if, if they had any kind of spiritual beliefs, it was it's just more focal on like focused on plant life animal life bug lives you know stuff like that like anything that has to do with nature mm. and i also think that because with my personal practice with paganism you know i have a lot of interesting interesting things that i put on my altars uh like like animal bones furs you know things like that and i think aesthetically they like that a lot too and I think that's another thing that kind of pulls them towards that as they see what my altar looks like. Um, both my kids have their own little, well, we'll call it like their own little altars. And they're on their windowsills. And, uh, you know, the Sticky Child had for a long time a a spell jar that I made. And for me, like when it comes to stuff like spell jars and stuff like that, I think it has everything to do with it it has more to do with you than the actual jar and the contents itself. I think that the contents you put in that have meanings that you believe in, you put those contents in the jar. And I feel like stuff like that is more of a reminder of what your intention was for that jar. So I make um, and sell like uh, self-love jars and it has all the things of self-love. It has, you know, roses and it has um, stuff like that, that, kind of symbolizes beauty and love and you know you put yourself into it when you're making it and you put it on your shelf and it's just a reminder like every time you see it like I need to love myself more I don't look at it as actually having like magical properties I think it acts as more of a reminder of hmm I need to do this um and for him it was sticky child is very uh, I don't know how to describe him, but he yeah, supernatural shit. Yeah, yeah. Wonder where he gets that from. Yeah, I have no idea. Coyote. He's had um some scares where he believes like there's an entity in his room, you know, stuff like that. So I go in his room, I take some incense, uh, or I I you know burn uh rosemary in his room, something like that to kind of cleanse the energies in his room. And then I also made him a spell jar and, you know, basically told him that, you know, this spell jar will protect you from, you know, whatever it is in your room that's bothering you. And, you know, for him being at such a young age, he looks at it as magical. But what the actual intent for that was for him was he sees that jar and he feels protected. You know, it makes him feel like he is protected. It makes him feel like, you know, okay, I'm, I see this jar here. Mommy says that it'll protect me, so I'm not going to be scared. And for a while it worked. Um, and then it kind of stopped working. So I think I need to do something like that with him again. 
But they have their own little altars and they have crystals and plants and dead bugs and, you know, whatever they want on them. And and we leave that be. Uh, the one thing that I always found very interesting with me and Coyote is anytime, from my understanding, and you can explain it a little bit better because it's your feeling, but Coyote seems to pick up on bad energies. Like he just feels like something's off. And even he will ask me to kind of walk around with my incense and stuff like that. And I don't ask for incense. I ask for you to sage the house because that's a. Well, I, I don't use I don't use sage because that is a closed practice. So I use rosemary um, or I'll oh, use that's the first time I'm hearing about it. What rosemary that you're not using sage. Oh, no. Well, technically, white sage is uh, a closed practice for um, in- indigenous uh, practitioners. So I use uh, a mixture of blue sage, garden sage or rosemary. So there's different mm-hmm. sages for different you know types. But um, you know, he'll walk or he'll ask me to walk around and cleanse the house. Um, and then I'll even go as far as like cleansing him. And even though it's not part of his belief system, he he, he he's able to find um, I, how would you describe it? Like a comfort? No, fighting off evil spirits and shit like that is pretty big in Catholicism. Like we're the ones that do exorcisms. Oh, that's true. We're su- especially being Hispanic Catholic, because, I mean, being superstitious in the Catholic religion is a sin, but most Hispanics I know are Catholic, and most Hispanics I know are the biggest superstitious people I've ever met in my fucking life. Do you believe those damn videos where you see the people, like, in Latin America, they're, like, uh, taken over by demons, and they're going crazy until some old lady wipes some water on her forehead? Do you actually believe that stuff? I don't really watch those videos. You have to know what videos I'm talking about, though. I, I do know which videos, like, I mean, the ones where they just wipe it over there. I, I don't know if I No, I'm, not, I'm just joking about that. I'm just saying, I'm screaming for 30 minutes. <laughs> I, I believe there's, like, some wild shit that people have done that, like, human beings, their bodies and their minds naturally keep them from doing. But I also know, so here here's my whole thing about, like, supernatural and stuff like that. I'm super excited for it, and I love going to haunted places and seeing it. However... You just don't I, want it following you. No, however, I know... That your mind is a really powerful thing. It can make you see things. And because I am going there to do ghost hunting and stuff like that, I know my mind could make stuff up. So I'm not entirely sold that it's actually happening. But also your mind, like your your mind keeps your body from using like its muscles at 100% because it could like snap its own bones. So I don't know if it is like someone being possessed or if it's someone who's literally lost their mind. And the mind no longer has control on like what limits it puts on its own body kind of thing or puts on the mind itself. So I guess my question would be me not having the same beliefs as you. Like, do I believe that there's energy uh, that can be left behind or that can follow you? Yes. Do I believe that it's necessarily entities? No, not really. So I guess my question for you, Coyote, would be, me not having those belief systems, me, if anything, having complete opposite belief systems of you, what is it that, what what does me, being a heathen, what does it do for you when I do those things? Um, not, maybe not as much as you think it actually does. Uh, I'm well, also, I mean, you asked me to do I'm those also, things. I'm also superstitious about things, so it's better safe than sorry to just do those things and like I've, I've been in situations supernatural and not supernatural where um praying was my only option and i've done those things but um uh i don't know I, it's just kind of like okay she's doing that that's what i've seen people do to like fix that and help with the energy and stuff like that so it's it could be real it could just be a placebo effect because i also huge believer in placebo effect and like if and I know, especially for me, placebos work really well because I'm a very strong believer and I'm aware of how like powerful your mind can be. So if I am taking like a placebo or something is a placebo and it's working for me, don't fucking tell me. Like by all means, don't like try to pull wool over my eyes and shit like that for a bad thing. But if you're like helping me out and you're like, yeah, this this works for this, fucking let it work. Why would you try to ruin something for somebody? Not not just me, for anybody. My my belief in it is that it, it does work with 
settling your mind. Uh, I know that different smells do have a chemical effect on your brain. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have things like citrusy smells, you know, that that kind of like you smell something citrusy, it kind of wakes your senses up a little bit. You know, you smell something floral, it it makes you, you know, makes you think of smelling a rose. And what does a, you know, smelling a rose make you feel like, you know, it makes you feel like kind of lovey-dovey and, you know, stuff like that. So I, I believe that when you have those smells, they, they, they associate, you know, there's, there are feelings associated with those smells. And so, you know, so for me, if I feel like the energy is off, you know, I'll, I'll burn an incense or I'll, I'll take my little cauldron and I'll light some rosemary on fire because for me, that's a very calming, cleansing smell. Okay. Well, so you think it would not have the same effect if you did the exact same things to me, if I have no sense of smell? Honestly, I don't know. But is, is your lack of sense of smell because you don't have the rest? Well, how does it work? Oh, is it like actually the uh, like part I can't of really pinpoint the aroma? It. Honestly, uh, I could taste stuff like barely. Like if you spray like, in, uh, not incense, but uh, like air freshener in the air, I don't smell it, but I can taste it. Like when it's like hits my mouth or something, that's mm-hmm. when I'm like, oh, what the fuck did you just do in the, you know, the air? Like perfumes and shit like that. I could taste it, not smell it. I think it's from from concussions. (laughs) That's what it's from. I think that for for that, it would depend on the person. And it would, you know, that kind of goes with the placebo effect that Coyote was talking about. If you want it to to have a work, it'll work. Yeah, if you want it to work, it'll work. Um, But but the thing about his, like, if he can't smell it, he wouldn't know about it, I guess. Unless he sees you, like, lighting the stage or something like that. Then he'd be like, okay. It's it's and it's also like yeah it, it's a visual like if he sees me doing it and he knows that me doing that is associated with this he may not be able to smell it but he may be able to feel that you know it's cutting tension because that's what I said that it does if he can't smell it but it's all about placebo it's about what he believes I think that 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 goes for a, a, a lot of a lot of different things I'm starting to lose my train of thought. Um, well, let's kick it over to Grandpa and see what he thinks about the stuff. Grandpa, what do you feel about that? Like in situations, does prayer help you with a lot of things or uh, any other like superstitious things in your life? Or are you just kind of like a, I'm here and this is the way life is? No, prayer helps. I'm not really a superstitious person, but prayer helps. Now, do you think, I know you're a Christian, so do you think prayer helps uh, either just, you know, actually praying and uh, receiving a response? Or do you think like it's mainly like a, for calming your mind and helping your mind? Or do you think it's like a a mixture of both? I would say probably more along the lines of both. My belief with that is that it's a, a form of meditation for people. No, I was going to say too, when you're talking about the opposites, like one of my best relationships I've ever had with, you know, it's like three or four years with this girl and she's hardcore Christian. And she prayed with me every night before we went to bed, she would grab my hand and pray. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, I didn't care but it didn't make me feel any kind of way, but it was good that she believed in something so much that it made her feel better. You know what I mean? And it, that in turn made me feel better. I didn't mind it at all. That and it, it shows the amount of love and dedication that somebody would have for you to involve you in their beliefs, even though they know that you don't share the same beliefs. You know, you feel like that loving encompassment. Like, I feel like for me in the beginning, it's kind of awkward, you know, like when, when Coyote would say prayers uh, at dinner, it was really awkward for me because I don't I don't do that. And it's just it's just it was just weird for me because even growing up Catholic, we didn't really do that. The only time we did was with, you know, my grandparents who were devout Catholics. Um, we didn't always do it when I was growing up. Like We did sometimes, but we went to church fairly regularly. But then it turned into being CEOs, mm-hmm. church and Easter only. Yeah, I know that, you know, every single night Coyote says prayers before he goes to bed. And sometimes and it really frustrates me because I will be talking to him and I'll look and I'll That's like, bullshit. Dude, that is bullshit. No, the conversation will be not. over and I go to pray and then she just keeps talking and she's like, why aren't you responding? Yeah, because I'm the the conversation's not over. I'm thinking of what I'm going to say and then I start to say it. And I turned around. It's a few seconds. And then I turned around and he's praying. And I'm like, geez, you could have said, hey, hold on. Let me say my prayers real quick. And I refuse to. Okay. Yeah. And he just doesn't. 
He just doesn't. <laughs> it frustrates the fuck out of me. But it's fun. I, you know, there's one time that I asked him, you know, when he's saying his prayers, what is what is he saying? And, you know, he tells me that he says prayers for me. He says prayers for the kids. He says prayers for the pets, you know, and stuff like that. And even though I mean, this the, is something... the main me is the is the our father. And then I add some stuff onto the end. Right. So, yeah. And like for me, knowing even though I don't believe in that at all, me knowing that he does that for me because he loves me makes me feel good, even though I don't believe in it. I'm also I... praying for her to chill out. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but there's also like a super fine line, right? Because there's someone who's like making you a part of it or something like that. And there's also people that like force. I'll pray shit. for you. Yeah, I'll pray yeah. for you. Like, okay, yeah. great. Uh, I think my stepmom said that to me and I went, okie doke. That's, that's great. I don't, you don't have to, but thank you. But also in like my religion, like it d- doesn't work that way. There's a whole verse on it. And I, I can't remember off the top of my head, so I'm not going to try and quote it. Like my uncle, uh, one of my, my dad's uncle, I think hated my mom and I because we were Catholic and I don't think he like tried to push his religious on us or push his religion on us but he should have told my mom that him and I are going to hell because we're Catholic and when I found out about that I was like that's that's extreme I don't know if I want to I think he might have been dead but I was like I really um, want to talk to him about that but I do know guys will do stupid things religiously for females because I've definitely been invited by like females at school they're like oh hey uh do you want to come to my church this weekend had no interest in their church whatsoever but they were pretty girls and i was like absolutely i want to come to your church this weekend (laughs) or this fucking wednesday and so i'm out at this bonfire and i very much could have been fucking recruited into a cult like fucking that because i i just saw girls and i was chasing that shit but it also shows you how stupid i am because on one of those trips i saw one of my friends from school they the girls were asking us what religion we were and he said Oh yeah, uh, I'm Roman Catholic, and I went. I looked at him because I'm I'm in Catholic school, and I just don't pay attention. I went. I'm not Roman Catholic. I'm just kind of normal Catholic. And he just stared at me. <laughs> and it wasn't until I got home and I told my mom about it, and she's like, "Coyote, you're Roman Catholic." And I was like, "Oh, well, I'm never going back to that fucking church again." <laughs> yeah, going going back to the "I'll pray for you" shit. Like, if it's If I'm going through something or if something really bad happened in my life, like, you know, somebody died or, you know, it's just something really bad. And I know you and you say something like that, like, oh, you know, I'll say a prayer for you. It doesn't doesn't bother me. But when it's strangers and like they find out I'm a heathen and they're like, oh, I'll pray for you. It's condescending. Like you're being an asshole. You're not. You're not yeah, I, think, I think that's what he's talking about, like yeah. Karens. They're like, I'll pray for you. Like, bitch, I don't need you to pray for me. I need you to fucking know your worth, which is not fucking much. And maybe don't pull out in front of me in traffic next time or I'm going to fucking hit your Kia. Very specific. I'm sorry. Fine. I was just I was just kind of um, uh, explaining that a little bit more for people yeah. listening. The difference between the two. Um, so yeah, none of you I, out there fucking pray for me. Fuck you. <laughs> for me, it's like... Like I said, if, if if it's, I have, you know, I've had people say that to me on uh, my, my social media, you know, when I make a video about something and they'll come in and be a condescending cunt and they'll say that, you know, and I, my reaction to that, especially like on my social media is over the top kind of being funny, poking fun at them, uh, and like a big fuck you kind of shit. Like I'll I'll play a song or something like that or show something on my altar or, you know, I'll, I'll do something like that just to be a dick back to them because I can't stand that shit. I can't stand when people try to push their religious beliefs on other people. Like believe whatever you want to believe in. I'm going to believe in whatever I want to believe in and just leave it at that. It's not even the uh, pushing your religion. It's like the looking down on me because I'm not your religion. It's like, you don't right. have to push it on me. I don't have to be a party. But if you look down on me just because of your opinion, that's that's kind of fucked up. But yeah. I also had it like the opposite. Like, like granted, you're going to get a lot more like Christian fucking people that are like that because there's a lot more of them. But I remember like in fucking high school and shit, especially like females like or dudes that like found out I was like Catholic, but I'm not not super practicing. Obviously, but these girls and guys that were 
trying to be different and shit like that. Like, even though like a lot of them were my friends, there'd be one that found out I'm like Catholic. And then they would like give me absolute shit for it. The way like Karen Christians do were like, you know, you know me, but like the moment you find out that I'm Catholic, like you can't separate that from like how we talk to each other on a daily thing. And now it's like, cause I've literally had a girl tell me that I was oppressing her. And I was like, in art class, I, I, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And she's like, tell me I'm like the main problem that's wrong with society. And I was like, okay, I guess, I guess we're not friends anymore. Be fair, I for think fucking I whatever reason. with her, but that has nothing to do with Catholic. <laughs> that's just, you know, you. Me being a degenerate, yes. 100%, probably. No, I'm not going to lie. The funniest thing ever was when, uh, like, for example, in that kind of way, is uh, when everybody found out ICP was Christian. And oh half their, yeah, half their fucking fan base was just like, oh, we're out. It's like, the, really? Just because they're religious? Failing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember being really into them, and I was like, huh. I mean, I'm Catholic, but I mean, I, I really liked, I liked the, I liked the, pre- the premise of family. And like, it was a group. It was a very accepting group, which like, whoop, whoop. which my dad was super against. Never listened to any of it. And anytime like he did like sh- kind of show an interest and like showed him, like he just mocked it openly. And I'm like, I get it. Whatever. I don't care. But then like it came out, they were like Christian. And I was like, <laughs> that's awesome. I thought it was the funniest shit. And then like just so much hate online at the fucking, uh, what was that website we were on all the time? Uh, uh, Georgia Juggalos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many, like, you just watch the membership fucking drop. Damn, it's been a while since I heard about that. Yeah, that, that shit was funny. And I, I mean, obviously, I still listen to them. Not, I was definitely more in ICP. I think you were more in, you and Harley were definitely more in the Twisted. Yeah. But yeah, it, I thought that shit was so funny when they came out. Well, I think that is going to wrap it up for us today because we're trying to do shorter podcasts now. So I, don't spend all of my free time fucking editing. Uh, well, I can help you with that. I wish you fucking no, no, would have. No. Oh, all right. No, we're good. <laughs> I'm too nice of a guy. I was just about to be like, and just start saying all the stuff. Like, ed, 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 ed. No, that's not helping you, Dick. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for coming out to ID10 Tangos and listening to us. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.